go to a store yourself, try the products, right? Try some of the smoothies, the acai bowls, the cold pressed juice. When you're at the store, see if the franchise partner is there. Talk to them. Get to know them. Ask them what they think. Do they feel supported by us? How are they doing? Are they going to be doing more locations? Ask them. That's that's really uh, how you'll, you'll know if this is uh, going to be a great investment. Now, a quick word from our sponsor, HubTust.com. HubTust.com is a Bloomberg meets pitch book for investment crowdfunding deals. It allows users to build their own algorithm in order to find the best deals possible. If you don't know where to start, you can always try the preset filters inspired by famous investors or dive into building your own algorithm. Sign up to get daily alerts to make sure you don't miss these top-rated deals. It's HubTust.com. H-U-B-T-A-S dot com. Welcome back to another episode of the Next Big Thing podcast, where we interview crowdfunding startups and their brilliant founders and CEOs. Today, we welcome on Ross Franklin, the founder and CEO of Pure Green the fastest going, growing juice bar franchise favored by pro athletes and celebrities. Ross himself is a best-selling author, uh, a member of the Forbes Next 1000 Entrepreneurs, and ranked as one of the top five wellness entrepreneurs in 2019 by Thrive Global. So with that being said, Ross, thanks for the time. Welcome on the next Big Thing. Guys, thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah. Great to have you. Super excited to learn about Pure Green. Uh, so why don't you pull up your uh, your deck and uh, show us uh, what Pure Green is all about? Absolutely. I'm going to pull it up right here. All right. So I'm, I'm going to walk you guys through a little overview of Pure Green franchise. So right now we have this 50 stores that are either open right now or in construction. We have additional signed franchisees. So really we have 100 in the pipeline and we'll have 100 locations open by the end of next year. So the end of 2024, we're gonna have 100 stores open. Currently, there's 33 stores that are open right now. We have about three to four new stores opening up uh, every single month. And we have about 40 stores in construction right now. So we are growing super fast. And these are how our stores look. So design is very important to us. We designed our stores to kind of be the Apple version of a juice bar. And you know, all of our products have unparalleled taste and high performance superfood nutrition. And we started in, in New York City back in 2014. It's when we founded the company. 2016 started the wholesale division. Fast forward to today, we work with over 50 professional sports teams. The athletes are drinking our product. We work with over 30 college teams. Uh, SpaceX is one of our largest clients in the wholesale side of, of our business. We will also work with Disney and a growing number of accounts. With, with our cold-pressed juice, uh, each bottle contains up to five pounds of fresh fruits and vegetables. We use a technology called HPP, which stands for High Pressure Processing. It's water pressure. What it does is it locks in the nutrition and it gives our cold-pressed juice a shelf life up to 60 days. We, the core of our products, so when you come into our stores, the, the core of our business is our superfood smoothies. Over 50% of our revenue in-store in comes from our superfood smoothies. We have 12 different superfood smoothies, all taste amazing. They're all made with the highest quality superfoods. We also have acai and pataya bowls, and they're all made to order on site. 
and they're all handcrafted and taste amazing. This is a little sample of our menu here. So um, a little bit about my background. So I started out in the health club business. I owned a health club, sold it, got in, started consulting, and I got into yoga studios, Pilates studios, finally juice bars. Came to the realization that when you look at optimal health, 80% of getting people results is weighted in nutrition. And that was really the foundation behind starting Pure Green. And we have, it's for us, it's all about the people. We have an incredible team with, with that's very talented. And so this is a little snapshot of our leadership team right here. Uh, we also have an amazing advisor team. So we have fantastic uh, advisors, some of whom uh, you know, are well-known names, um, and they really uh, help us in a lot of different ways in making introductions and uh, advising us to, to go in the right direction. So we have an incredible team. With our, our, a little bit of our structure, so we make money as the one-time franchise fee, it's $30,000. We take a royalty from our franchise partners, which is 6% of revenue. And then we take a national marketing fee, which is 2% of revenue. And you know, a typical store is about five to eight employees, two people on behind the counter at any given time. At times when there's a rush, there could be three or four people. And most of our stores are open from 7 a.m. to 9 or 10 o'clock at night. And so that is a little bit, a uh, little nutshell about our process. The one thing I'll leave you with is that our, we look at our franchise partners as partners. They are the core of our business and we help them every step of the way. So for someone who joins Pure Green Franchise, they don't have to have a background in operations. We walk them through everything, the site selection process, the build out of their store, setting them up and teaching them everything about Pure Green Franchise. So I will leave you uh, with that and that's the, the nutshell about Pure Green Franchise. Thank you, Ross, we appreciate it. You did mention in the footbook, you talked about the 80-20 principle. So can you talk more about that and the impact it has on health and why it's so important? Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, the Pareto principle, 80-20, can be applied a lot of different ways. But for me, because I was in the, the fitness business and I was operating these 50,000 square foot gyms, these massive gyms, opening them up all over the country. When you look at optimal health, and making the biggest impact on people's health as possible. I, you know, what I found is that nutrition accounts for 80% of people getting results, while fitness is really only 20%. And for me, I wanted to make the most massive impact on people's health possible. So instead of focusing on fitness, I said, you know what, nutrition is, is really important. And also, you know, in terms of scalability, which is, you know, to make the most massive impact, our mission at Pure Green Franchise is to build a healthier community around the globe by connecting people with superfoods. And to actually achieve that, you know, nutrition is the way. And by finding people who are focused in health and wellness, who are like-minded and live in alignment with our mission and partnering up with them, that's how we believe we can achieve our mission. So when I... When I think about health, I always immediately just think about physical activity because I oftentimes neglect the nutrition aspect. But with that being 80%, clearly it is very, very important. What are some of the important factors in nutrition that an individual should consume, should eat on a daily basis in order to be healthy? Sure. No, th that's a great question. I think a lot of people you know, have that perception as well. 
Um, so the most important thing with nutrition, the way I like to look at it and our philosophy at Pure Green is really to flood the body with nutrients, vitamins and minerals um, by uh, by flooding the body just with superfood nutrition. You know, your energy goes through the roof. You feel different. You have more energy. And some of the ingredients that that really contain the highest amount of nutrition, we call them superfoods. And it's a buzzword. It's thrown around a lot. But really what that means is that there's certain foods that just contain a disproportionate amount of nutrition compared to others. So, for example, acai. Acai is a Brazilian superfood. It's off the charts with antioxidants. And, you know, there's other superfoods that we use, like, you know how they say chocolate, um, you know, releases the same feelings as when you're in love, those endorphins. That's really only true of raw chocolate called raw cacao. When you have processed chocolate, it, it doesn't do that. It's not that healthy for you once it's processed. Processed foods in general, you know, is really what makes people lethargic, what makes people not have energy. It's really when you, when you have the highest quality superfoods and you combine, you combine those superfoods with, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables and you put it into a superfood smoothie. It not only tastes great, but it just supercharges you. And it, it just by transforming your nutrition through superfoods, you not only feel amazing, but you look amazing as well. So, Ross, you've talked about your extensive background in the health and wellness industry. Uh, I'm interested. What was the moment you knew you needed to start Pure Green? That's, that's, a, that's a really that's a great question there. So. For me, like entrepreneurship started early, like from my years of consulting, you know, from owning up my own health club, selling it, and then consulting for a lot of other companies. You know, I saw, you know, what is, is making an impact. I saw, you know, what's working in, in different companies. And, you know, for me, the, the moment really was when, when I saw the, the small footprint juice bar, you know, I really f felt a passion for, formulating the products for creating the smoothies, the cold pressed juice recipes, the acai bowls. Like I loved it. You know, I've always been really into, into anti-aging. And so it's really kind of my passion that led me there. And then when I found just the, the impact on people's health that proper nutrition has, you know, I realized that that is the way to, to get people into a healthier lifestyle. But I realized another thing. I realized that, you know, when you look at the mainstream population, you know, why are they going towards processed foods? Why are they going to fast foods? Certainly it's convenience, but it's also taste. I realized how important like something that tastes, good is, uh, that tastes good is. And I realized that there's a misconception that people feel that healthy food doesn't taste good. I said, and I realized that that's not the case. It is possible to have highly nutritious food that tastes amazing, but no one's doing it. So I worked really hard in formulations for superfood smoothies, acai bowls, cold pressed juice. Partnered up with now we have a nutritional advisory board with four dietitians. Three of them are from professional sports teams. One of them is from the U.S. military, and they back up any all the health claims that we make with peer-reviewed scientific research. If you go to any of our cold pressed juices or shots on our website, everything has been re reviewed by our nutritional advisory board. Everything is cited with peer-reviewed scientific research, and so that has really taken us to the next level. So I want to go a little bit in, more into your business model and uh, kind of want to start with your core customer. Um, how are you? You talked about how you're helping people pick the stores, pick locations, making sure your franchise is in a position to succeed. So who are those people that you're going after? 
So for, for us, here's what's really interesting. Everyone's always like, Ross, what's the demographic? Like who's coming into the stores? Who are you targeting? And really the answer is we're opening up in so many different types of areas. We're opening up in corporate areas where there's office buildings. We have one location that's cross street from Google's office in Chicago. We have locations in the suburbs, just at busy centers. You know, for us, when we do our site selection process, it's all about what we look for is just high volume traffic. What we want to see is droves of people walking by or just busy roads with tons of cars and high visibility. We look at who our anchor tenants are. We like to be next to close proximity to gyms, specialty boutique gyms, high-end supermarkets, centers that have parking lots that are packed. And so we believe that those make for home run locations for, for Pure Green. And the people that come through our doors, um, it, it's really whoever's in that area. So, you know, when we open up by colleges, you know, it's a lot of college students who are coming in. And college students, by the way, place a high premium on their health. So we love opening up close by colleges. But then when we open up, you know, in, in the suburbs, more suburban areas, it's families who are coming in. It's the moms with bringing their kids and the whole families in. And we open up by the office buildings. It's the corporate teams, the executives. So we're really an inclusive brand. So wherever our stores are, that really dictates who's coming in. Because if you think about it, you know, who wants to live a healthier lifestyle? I mean, most people now, they want to be healthier, right? So it, we really are an inviting brand that is open to everyone. So now on more of the product side, um, with having a cold press truce, you know, healthy, uh, healthy ingredients, whole foods, um, ensuring product quality is probably like your number one biggest thing you have to deal with. How does your business model ensure product quality? I'm sure that has something to do with your wholesale business. So how do you ensure that every Pure Green franchise has the same product quality? That, that, that's, a, that's a great question. And uh, it's a very extensive process for us. So I'll answer in a few ways. So one, in-store, you know, you can imagine as a franchise, we have rigorous systems and processes, you know, 300-page operations manuals. But really, one, one big aspect is the training. And so when our, our franchise partners, before we allow them to open up their store, they come to our headquarters in Sunrise, Florida. They're with us for a week for extensive training. We go, our team goes on site to support them before they open up their store prior to grand opening. We help them train their whole teams. And so we have all the systems and processes in place. And it's a very streamlined model. But to ensure the consistency as well and to make sure all the our standards are being met, we use a third-party company called Steratech. They come in and they do inspections once per quarter at every single location to make sure it's a long checklist of all the items are being met. When you look at you know, our products, our cold-pressed juice, our cold-pressed juice is sold to our franchisees. It comes pre-bottled and to our franchisees from distributors. And you know, our, we, we have our own facility for that. It's produced in an SQF2 facility regulated by the FDA. Um, everything is, is rigorously tested. Um, we have, an, as I mentioned before, we have a nutritional advisory board with top-tier dietitians from pro sports teams in the U.S. military who have a say in, in the ingredients that we're using in our products and making sure that you know, anything that we're doing, there is science behind backing it up. So that's, that's how we ensure consistency throughout all of our products. Can you talk more about the the partnerships you have with these major sports uh, teams? Absolutely. Because I think that's probably the biggest testimonial you can have for a very healthy product. And a lot of not only these top tier professional athletes, but aspiring college athletes are using your products on a daily basis. So can you talk more about 
how you got the partnership and what in the product just makes it so good, not only for just normal health, but also athletic, you know, top health. Absolutely. You know, that's that's such a great question. So I'll tell you that you know, it started it all started with getting one sports team. We got them on board and it was a huge hit and they were going. It, it was it's unbelievable how much product like they were ordering when and that started. And the world of professional sports, you know, it's a close community. You know, the it's the dietitians. Uh, each team usually has a dietitian who is kind of the gatekeeper for the pro sports teams. You know, they're very conscious of what the athletes are consuming. You know, in a lot of cases, you look at some of the different leagues like the NFL and just the players have to be like a certain weight. And it's, it's really important. And these leagues will pay the athletes a ton of money just to make a certain weight to gain 10 pounds. And so they're, these dietitians are conscious of every single calorie. They have to make sure that all the right nutrients the players are getting because that makes a huge difference when they're on and off the field. So to, to get through and to and, the, and these dietitians, they, they look at every single detail. They look at every single certification. They you know look at all the, the macronutrients. They look at every detail you can possibly imagine. So there's a lot of scrutiny. But once you get accepted by one and the, the dietitians are measuring the performance of the athletes. And so when the dietitians see the impact it has on the player's performance, word tends to get around. And, you know, they're, as you can imagine, they're very scientific. They're measuring it. And now most of the teams who are using our product, which is, it's all of them. I mean, it's pretty much not all of them, but it's like when you look at certain leagues, it's like 80 percent of like the NFL like is is consuming the product. And they're not only drinking it for the home games, they're taking it with them on the away games because it's, it's become a part of the, the players uh, protocol. So it really is a testament to. Um, the quality of our products and, you know, players are coming into the stores as well and loving, you know, our smoothies and our acai bowls and, and everything as well. So, uh, we, we, yeah, it's, 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 bec- it, we never expected it to become, you know, so big in the world of, of pro sports and now college sports. Um, but it has been for those reasons. I saw a video that you posted where Mookie Betts said he needed his bats to wake up. So he gave him a little shot of the pure green. It was a pure green uh, shot. And next game, he hit a home run. I think it was like a game winning home run or something like that. Yeah, exactly. That was, yeah. And I mean, you can't, you can't uh, make with, this stuff up. You can't buy that. You know, all that stuff is organic. And some people are like, hey, like, do you, are you sponsoring these professional teams? Uh, we don't have that kind of budget. Like, we, we can't compete with. Gatorade and Coke and Pepsi who have these pay hundreds of millions of dollars to the leagues for the players to for them to promote their products. Right. But just it's happening organically for us. And just organically, some of these top tier players will, you know, put videos on social media. And and, but a lot of them just they're consuming the product and they're not posting anything. But it's always nice when they do. Well, that's just a testament to how good your product is compared to its competitors. So I guess with that being said, what is the difference? What separates you from your competitors? That's, that's, a, that's a great question. I think for us, like one is the quality of the products. We're very conscious of every ingredient that we use. We use the highest quality ingredients. And again, for us, it's all about two things. It comes down to taste and nutrition. So every single one of our products has to have that mainstream appeal with taste. It, it has to taste good consistently. 
The other thing is high performance nutrition. The nutrition has to be there, the vitamins, the minerals, the phytonutrients, like the nutrition has to be off the charts in every single product. So a lot of work is done behind the scenes in the product formulation to get it there. And it's that one, two combo taste plus nutrition. That's our biggest differentiator. So in my experience, personally, health food stores have been very expensive. So how are you ensuring that you don't price people out of the market with your stores, making sure that your products are affordable? Great question. Um, you know, accessibility and accessibly priced products is very important as well, because again, we, we want to be an inclusive brand. We don't want to be one of these brands where something is so expensive and it's only for a certain niche of people who can afford it. And so, you know, that's why what we do is, you know, we're open right now in 15 different states. And we partner with local distributors who share our, our values. You know, I'll tell you one of them. So in the Chicago market, we use a, a distributor called T Testa Produce. And they're one of the only lead platinum certified distributors. And you visit, and I visited their, their uh, facility. They have a wind turbine that powers the, uh, the energy for the facility, uh, water filtration. I mean, it's unbelievable. And you know, all the distributors that we use, they're partnering up with local farmers, which, which is amazing. And we're very big on sustainability. We have a big page on our website with everything we're doing from a sustainability standpoint. And so we like to work with vendors and partners that, that share our values. And so, so that, that's really important to us. So I want to go back to my favorite thing you said in your pitch, which was you wanted to be the apple of product design when you're designing the stores, which I thought was an awesome line. Uh, can you talk about that? Absolutely. So I'm a big, I'm a big Apple fan. I'll tell you a little story. So at one point before I started Pure Grain, when everything was kind of just in my head and I was thinking through everything, Apple tried to rec recruit me. And they wanted me to run their, uh, their retail stores. And so I went through five interviews with Apple. My last interview with Apple, this was uh, at their headquarters in New York City. They had me show up and they timed my interview where I guess they were having some sort of convention. But there were about 150 uh, uh, top Apple executives there. And what they did was they had everyone in different conference rooms. And they literally had me go into one room with about you know ten people, and who just fired away questions, and we and we did this until I met with everyone, and they thought like you know they were interviewing me, but really I had no intention of joining Apple at the time. I wanted to learn from them, so I was really asking them questions. And the biggest nugget that I got from Apple and interviewing all these people was that what they really care about when you walk into an Apple retail store, they're not trying to sell you anything. Right? You look at Apple sales, it's, it's unbelievable, right? Trillion dollar company, I mean, it's crazy. But they're not, when you walk into an Apple store, they're not trying to sell you anything. What they're doing is they're educating you. That's the way they look at it. They're like, let me see which Apple product, you know, is the best fit for you. They're not trying to sell it to you. So, and I thought that, wow, it's that distinction that makes Apple, Apple different. That is so fascinating. And, that is like the craziest thing. And so, yeah. And so in designing Pure Green, I was like, one... Like we need to adopt that. And so when you walk into a pure green store for us, it's all about education. We want to educate you on the benefits of all the superfoods that we use, when benefit, uh, the benefits of doing a juice cleanse, um, the benefits of our products. And we just, we don't try to sell anyone anything. We're just trying to educate 
our, the consumer how to live a healthier lifestyle, how to incorporate superfoods uh, into their, their daily rituals. And so that's one component that I learned that I got from Apple. But then you have the aesthetic component. And so with the aesthetic component, there's, there's a few elements here. One is the, the look and feel of our stores. And so like if you go on our campaign page and you take a look at the design of our stores and how we design our stores, we went out there and we, we, we partnered up with a design firm based out of Chicago called OT. These guys did designs for, you know, they worked with brands like Louis Vuitton, um, they, the, the brand off, off White Virgil who passed away, he was very close with them and did a lot of work with them. I mean, these guys are top tier. And so they designed like the look and feel, this beautiful Baltic birch material, sustainable material that we use throughout our stores, making everything clean so that it's the colors of the juices and the colors of our products that, that pop and really shine. And kind of Apple did the same thing when they designed their retail stores. Then what we did as well to how do you take the brand further? Because now everything's so digital as well. And a lot of people experience the brands digitally through the website. So we went out and we hired this guy, Chris. And Chris was the lead designer for Tesla and for Google. Chris was the guy who was telling Elon Musk you know, where to put the logos on the car. And so Chris said to me, he's like, Ross, if you want Pure Green to be a billion dollar brand, we need it to look like a billion dollar brand. He said to me, and this was really tough for me, he's like, step one, we start with the logo. I'm like, well, what do you mean? The logo's perfect. He's like, nope, we gotta change it. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean you gotta change it? What ended up happening was very slight changes. He made some slight color changes, like the green that we use, lime green, he made it a little more intense, a little, he made it a little brighter, a little pop, a little bit more. And then what he did was the heart shape, he just made it slightly more symmetrical, but it's those fine, that fine tuning that really gives our brand that polish, it's that level of detail. And then he built it out, he changed our typography, he went to typography next, which you know from Apple, Steve Jobs was huge on typography. And he then applied, he built this beautiful brand book of how to use the logo so no one could mess up like our logo, our logo use and the colors and made it bulletproof and that tightened everything up. And that really translated to, to everything that we do digitally, our digital presence. It applies to our menu boards. You know, it has the, the biggest effect. So, so to answer your question, it was a little bit of a long-winded answer. But I'm a big fan of Apple and certainly learned a lot from them. So that's, that's how we've applied it to Pure Green. So when I was looking on the, at the store images online, I couldn't help but have this thought pop in my head where I said, I would so much rather do studying and work here in this juice bar than in a coffee shop. And with that being said, where do you see kind of the juice bar and Pure Green do you see it becoming a hub, kind of like coffee shops are, and it's going to become the modern hub going forward? Are people going to hang out there? Where do you, how do you envision, I guess, people using the store going forward? It's, you know, it's a funny thing. It's Starbucks made a big thing on that, right, as, as like a second home and having people work in the coffee shop. What's really interesting, though, with our model, it's not like that at all. Some of our stores are, are very small. You know, 500 square feet. Some of them are larger, as big as 1,800 square feet. Our sweet spot's really 1,000 square feet. And even though we have a lot of opportunity for people to sit down and relax and work, and we even have outlets where people can plug into their laptops, really 90% of our guest traffic who come in store, they just take it to go. 
And I, the way I see the industry going as well, we've also seen with COVID, we've seen uh, a much larger percentage of sales come from third parties like Uber Eats and DoorDash. A lot of our sales come, come from those channels, which is great. And I actually think that's a lot better for our model. You know, it's much better for us from a business perspective to get people in and get people out. We have much higher turn rate that way. We're able to see a lot more guests. We have a lot more tickets that way. Um, you know, I'd much rather have like a long line out the door all day long with people in and out than people just kind of hanging out there all day, you know, which is nice. Maybe they'll get more products if they're there longer, but we're going to do much higher revenue just by getting them in and getting them out. So I think that natural progression has kind of worked to our benefit. So with that being said, is the time it takes to complete the order one of the most important metrics when you look at the franchises of the you know Pure Green franchise stores and kind of seeing how well they're doing and operating? Absolutely. It's a, it's a super important metric. Our goal is that uh, for us to be able to complete this like a smoothie or an acai ball in two and a half minutes um, for delivery order, for the delivery carrier to come pick it up five minutes from when that order was placed. So that efficiency is really important. We built our line like behind the counter, everything there for optimal efficiency to be able to deliver on that. And it is super important so people don't have to wait that long when they come in the store. The line moves very quickly and we're able to optimize the number of guests and the number of tickets every day. Can you talk about the process of figuring out how to optimize that line? Because I see stores like Cava and Chipotle where you can just tell they have it down and they almost know what 90% of the orders are going to be. So it's do, 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 do. So what is Pure Green's kind of, how did you come up with the system for Pure Green to optimize and make it as efficient as possible? Yeah, absolutely. So believe it or not, it actually doesn't start where you think it starts, right? A lot of people think, okay, we positioned the blender over here within close proximity to all the boosters, right? But it actually starts with the menu boards. And here's why. If you ever have you ever walked into a restaurant or, you know, or a coffee shop or juice bar and just the menu, there's like 20 or 30 different items in the category. What happens is something, a decision fatigue sets in. You're just looking at this and like, oh my God, I don't know what I want. You take longer to decide. In some cases, you may even just walk out because your, your brain just can't, you can't decide what you want. So for us, it really starts with having a streamlined menu. Only 12 smoothies, six acai bowls and pataya bowls. We make it easy for the guests to decide what they want with no decision fatigue. So it really starts there. Then... You know, behind the line, we have everything set up so people know exactly where they need to order. Um, we have everything within an arm's reach. So for them to be able to make the smoothie, put all the frozen fruit in, put all the superfood items into it, the liquid base, you know, and we also try to make sure that while they're making the smoothie, um, our team members are actually facing the guests for as, as much as possible as well. So there's more, you know, kind of face-to-face -face interaction with the guest. We want it to not just be a transaction. We want it to be an experience. And so when the store is not busy, we encourage our team members to actually come instead of focusing on efficiency, it's the opposite. They'll come around the line, the other side, you know, have, Hey, they see, they see someone looking at the cold pressed juice. You know, Hey, let me tell you about the benefits of, of our cold pressed juice flavors. You know, what do you, are you having allergies? Let me see if I can find the right one for you. Have you ever done a juice cleanse before? Let me tell you about the benefits. So they're interacting with the guests to really leave a memorable experience. So at times we don't want efficiency. We want them to spend time engaging with the guests. So I'm going to take a bit of a tangent here because uh, it stimulated my intellectual curiosity. 
I walked past a book today, uh, coincidentally, like a few hours ago. It said, uh, why everyone around the world is eating crap and why they can't stop. Something like that. And I uh, saw something in on your Republic page uh, that said something about uh, obesity in the United States and, um, you know, the fact that nutrients in the United States is not the way it should be. And I'm actually in Europe right now where um, and me and Connor were talking earlier, you eat and you feel different than you do in the U.S. It's much more positive experience as relates to I don't know about anything to do with chemicals. So I guess my direct question is, what makes the United States food supply really not that great? Great. It's a great, great question. So you hear all the time, right? Just processed foods. People generally know processed foods are bad for you, but they don't know why, right? So you're in Europe and eating bread in, in Europe, the pasta in Europe, it's very different than the United States. Part of the reason is the certain ingredients that are banned uh, in Europe that are just in all the foods, you know, in, in, in the United States, which, which is crazy. And so that, that's why like avoiding like a lot of the chemicals that are the additives, the food add additives, the emulsifiers, a lot of those things, these ingredients that are typically used when you go to fast food restaurants in the United States, they're really bad for you. And, um, and Europe is pretty, is much better at, at banning them. So it's not allowed in, in, in the country, but that's where you, you got to be really careful in the United States. And so I believe that the key is, is education. Just people in the United States, they don't know um, how bad and harmful those ingredients are to their bodies. You know, if they knew, you know, they wouldn't let their kids, you know, have, consume those products if they, if they really knew how harmful it is. Um, and there's a lot of more research, a lot of studies, everything's really starting to come out. You know, some of these ingredients are linked to cancer. Some of these ingredients just as we get more and more knowledge and more science is, is, is conducted, you know, it's coming to light just how bad these ingredients are. And so I believe that is really uh, is, is what the reason is. And, and that's part of the reason why for us is about educating the general population on the benefits of superfoods. We don't use any of that stuff. You know, we're conscious of every ingredient that we use at Pure Green. We won't allow anything into the environment that contains any of those harmful chemicals, those processed food ingredients. Um, everything is, is clean, you know, as nature intended. Everything tastes great. And so it's our goal to, to educate the general population to shift towards a healthier lifestyle by avoiding all of, all of those harmful ingredients that are in all those foods. Supply chain wise, when you guys are sourcing your products, um, do you find any difficulty um, finding, let's say, uh, finding your ingredients from farms that maybe aren't using harmful chemicals to treat their products? I feel like I've heard that that's a pretty widespread problem with like produce such as fruits and vegetables and even meats. Uh, but maybe most of you guys around fruits and vegetables, do you find that that's an issue? Oh, it's a huge issue. And you have to be really careful as well because one question we get a lot is, hey, why isn't everything 100% USDA certified organic, right? And so most of our products are, right? So a lot, like our acai, 100% USDA certified organic. All the superfoods that we use are. But sometimes they're not because when we, we work with local farms, like we get the pro, some of the produce from local farms, and some of these farms can't afford money for the certification, so they don't have it. Um, but what's even more concerning is that when you look at, in order for us to be 100% USDA certified year round, 
um, we'd have to get something like ginger from China. And China has terrible agricultural practices. We would never do that. And so what we value is the quality more. So what we look at is where can we get the highest quality ingredients from? We make sure absolutely none of our ingredients that we use have GMOs. We don't allow any ingredients that have, have GMOs. Some of the stuff, though, is not certified or organic, but we know that the source of where it's coming from. So it's not sprayed with pesticides and herbicides and insecticides. It's not, it's not GMO. Um, and so we work really hard to know where our ingredients come from, to know who we're getting it from, you know, to get the, um, the heavy metal uh, studies done. Um, and so every all we use the cleanest products uh, that there are the highest quality products and a lot of research goes into you know the products that we use now ross i do want to pivot and talk more about pure green franchises growth you said in the flipbook that you're expected to have 100 plus stores by the end of 2023 what has been the driving force behind pure green's rapid growth so the driving force has really been our people the caliber of our franchise partners. So we have some franchise partners, one group that we have oversees their family oversees, you know, 300 subways, right? And so we have other uh, franchise partners that some, they also own hotels and they also own, you know, other businesses. And these are massively successful people that are attracted to, uh, to Pure Green and have come into become franchise partners with us. But these are also people that like, you couldn't hire Right? These, these are very successful individuals. The beautiful thing about franchising uh, that I found is that the, the caliber of people that we, we work with, you know, that has really been the driving force be, behind our growth and how we've been able to be successful. It's partnering up with great people, a lot of cases, great operators. In some cases, people that have never operated a store before, but have a, share a passion for health and wellness uh, live in alignment with our mission. We teach them everything that they need to know and they become massively successful. You know, we just, uh, on our last franchise call that I had, we had, we featured one of our franchisees who just opened up a store in the middle of nowhere and she's on her way to be, have a, a million dollar store, which is unbelievable. And we asked her, we said, I, I featured her on the call. I'm like, hey, tell everyone what we're doing. There's gonna be a lot of people on this call who open up stores. And she's like, not doing any marketing and her numbers are off the charts. She's like, all I'm doing is just focusing on the guest experience. I'm there, I'm in the store, learning the guest names, building relationships with them. That's all I'm doing, which is, which is remarkable. And so it's, it's our people, it's the quality of, of our people and the fact that they care and they live in alignment with, their, with our mission. That's the driving force behind our growth. So I uh, also wanted to pivot in the last few minutes of the interview and uh, talk about you as an entrepreneur. So, um, Maybe a two-part question. What do you love about being an entrepreneur and what do you hate about being an entrepreneur? Great question. So what I love about being an entrepreneur is I'll make this specific to Pure Green Franchise. Again, you know, it's just all about the people. And so when we have people that become our franchise partners, you know, for them, for me to work, have the opportunity to work with them and to see them flourish and be successful and have a home run store to cure their future, their financial future and their family's future, love what, what they do and just have such a passion um, and take such joy from operating a period in location, like for, and, and see that our, in, with our mission of building healthier communities around the globe, to see that become a reality, like that really um, is, is what I love and that's why I do it. Then as far as 
you know, what I don't like and what, what the challenges are, you know, I, I operating any business, you know, there's always ups and downs. There's always problems, you know, but I, I enjoy it, believe it or not. You know, it's, uh, it's fun to try to figure out, it's like a puzzle, figuring out all these problems, you know, that arise. Um, and, um, you know, just the, the constant flood of, uh, of issues going on, that's, that's any business. But I think when you have a mission and that's your true north and you're focused on just achieving that mission, you know, it, be, it does become an enjoyable process. So going off of that, you know, I'm sure you have maybe a little bit, probably not a lot of time to think about uh, the future and what it holds for Pure Green. If you were to say five, 10 years down the road, um, you know, you're sitting down and you get to really take a step back and look at what it's become. Um, what is Pure Green at that point in time? So down the road, our, you know, what's really driving us, our goal is to get to 1,000 units. I, I kind of look at 1,000 units as the mark where that's really where you're making a dent in the franchise world. That's really where we're making a larger dent in, in our mission of building healthier communities. So I really look at, you know, whether it takes us six years, which, which we believe that with an aggressive, uh, the aggressive growth we're having, we think that that's possible or whether it takes 10 years, if it takes a little longer, you know, we, it's funny, we built, you know, we, we did our first equity crowdfunding round back in uh, 20, June, 2020. And it's funny, like the, our investors like are really active in the process. You know, I'm giving them constant updates. They love it. It just, it's really inspiring to hear kind of their thoughts. And, you know, with our current round, you know, before uh, we, did, well, before we did the rounds, our investors were the ones who convinced us to, to actually do the round. Cause I'm telling them, I'm like, guys, like, look, this is where we're at. Like, we don't need to do the raise. We don't need the money. Uh, but if we do like part of the reason to do it would be for the infrastructure to hack, to give our franchisees more support. That would be the, the reason to do it. And, um, you know, it'll help us get to our goal of a thousand units, you know, much, much faster and safer. And they said, Ross, like, all we care about is safe growth. We're like, they're really happy with their results because our valuation has tripled since then. So they're all like super happy with our progress. So they're, they're, they, they're like all content. So a lot of them are like, look, we just want safe growth. But they're like, look, if you're better able to support the franchisees and you think, you know, you, that, that this next round is going to do, we want you to do it. We're going to reinvest. And so you see the momentum we've got so far in our campaign that's been driven by our current investors and our inv amazing investor community. Um, and so everyone is, um, is really on fire for us to, to get to that 1000 units. So that, that'll be a big milestone for us. So Kava went public in June. So I was wondering, what do you think about Kava going public and how does that impact the uh, where you see Pure Green can go in the near future? Love, love that question. So what's really interesting about Kava is mm -hmm. when you look at their unit count when they went public, they only have 250 units, which is not a lot of units. We'll be there in under two years, having 250 units open. That's where our trajectory. What's also really interesting about Kava is that they, they went public and their IPO soared, mm -hmm. as, as everyone knows. And the crazy thing is they're not even profitable. They're not even showing a profit, which is, which is nuts. But there's so much momentum. There's so much hype behind it. And they only have 250 units. It's really an inspiration for us, you know, because I think that the soaring of that IPO, I think is really great for, 
for every you know QSR brand that's that's out there and a company like ours to kind of show show us that hey the market is ready for a brand like ours uh, to to IPO and and uh, and so for us that's uh, that's kind of like given us a lot of uh, uh, inspiration for when we hit 250 units. Uh, our audience loves when our guests give practical entrepreneurial advice. So I guess maybe being more niche, uh, you know, with the franchise model, what would you tell entrepreneurs uh, in that space? So, so entrepreneurs who want to enter the franchise space, is that what you're thinking? Either that, or you could just say entrepreneurs in general, uh, whatever your best practical advice would be. Sure. Um, my, here's my best practical advice, right? I don't want to give you the same advice that I'm sure everyone says, which is follow your passion and all that stuff, right? Everyone says that stuff. So I think the advice that, that I wanted to, I want to tell all your listeners is to find a mentor. And, and here's why is because, you know, throughout my journey with Pure Green, you know, I've, uh, the company's changed a lot of times in the sense of, you know, obviously I started with brick and mortar stores and that's my background. That's, you know, so that's super easy. Then started a wholesale business, right? So started the wholesale business. That was so new to me. Made a lot of mistakes when I started the wholesale business because went out and bought trucks and became my own distributor. Then I realized, wait a second, the wholesale business is a distribution game. The game is not to try to self-distribute. That's a whole other business in and of itself. You know, you, I, mean, I just went out there and then signed up all the big distributors. And that's when that business uh, really took off. Then started franchising and had to kind of start from the beginning. But I realized, hey, you know, with the wholesale business, I didn't really have a mentor. So with the franchise business, what I did is I went out there and I found all the big franchisors and got access to all the top guys in the space and got their advice and developed mentors and that has really helped to fast track everything. So my, my advice for all the aspiring entrepreneurs is don't just jump into it and try to figure it out yourself. Find someone and model them. Find someone who's been there, who's done that, who's been massively successful and learn from them. You know, work out a relationship where they can mentor you so you don't make uh, you know, the, the mistakes you would make if you didn't have the mentor. You're not going to make the same mistakes your mentor make, made because you have them to guide you on the path. So finding a mentor uh, when you're getting any type of entrepreneurial endeavor, that is the way to go. Ross, what is your ambition for Pure Green? So my ambition is one, uh, I look at it in terms of number of units. And, you know, if you look at if you look at our numbers right now and the franchise industry is very heavily regulated. So when I talk about the numbers, I'm only able to talk about what's disclosed in the item 19 of our franchise disclosure document. And so uh, in our FDD last year, you know, our average store did 743,000 in revenue. One store that did 1.4 million in revenue, right? But so my goal is for every store to be a million dollar store and for every store to be uh, at 25% net profit. So that, that way all our franchise partners are going to be doing absolutely amazing. And so to get to 1000 units, we can do that 1000 times. You know, and I'm sure a lot of that growth is going to be driven by uh, multi-unit operators because 90% right now of our franchisees are going on to do additional units. So that's always a great sign. But our goal is to get to 1,000 units. Um, so everything's based on that units. And if, they're, if we're hitting that goal of a million dollars, right, that's a billion dollar company. That's a billion dollars 
right? And in system wide revenue. So I, for me, like that is that's a very ambitious goal to have. And um, I'm of the belief system where you want to have these big, massive goals, right? Because even if we only do half of that, that's still really impressive. And that's still going to make an impact in the world. And the closer we get to that, that's really going to uh, help bring into reality our mission of building healthier communities around the globe. So we mentioned this a few times. You guys are raising on Republic. Um, so here's the floor. Anything you want to tell potential investors why they should invest, you have the floor. Awesome. So yeah, I would I would tell any of the potential investors listening. I would love to invite you to check out our campaign page. You know, just go to uh, republic.com. You'll see us on the main page. We're trending. So check out our campaign page. Watch the video. Um, go to our website. You know, go to puregreenfranchise.com. Check out our website. See the branding and you judge for yourself. Are we the Apple version of the juice bar model? And uh, check out our team. Again, it's all about the people. But here's the big thing. Here's, here's the big thing. The way that you're, everyone listening is thinking about investing, the way to really know if, if it's a good fit is visit one of our stores. We, you know, we're open in 15 different states. Go to our website, go to the location page, check out the locations, go to a store yourself, try the products, right? Try some of the smoothies, the acai bowls, the cold pressed juice. When you're at the store, see if the franchise partner is there. Talk to them, get to know them, ask them what they think. Do they feel supported by us? How are they doing? Are they going to be doing more locations? Ask them. That's, that's really uh, how you'll, you'll know if this is uh, going to be a great investment. Well, Ross, I can't thank you enough for your time. I definitely uh, stimulated my curiosity a bit towards the middle of the interview, but um, I'm looking forward to visiting a Pure Green store and, and looking forward to following your success. Awesome. Thank you for coming on, Ross. Thanks so much for having me, guys. So uh, to all of our listeners there, thank you for listening. And we will see you next time on another episode of the Next Big Thing podcast. So long.